You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. The Monroe County Democratic Party endorsed six candidates for the county legislature primary last month, and all but one of them lost. Legislator Rachel Barnhart was not endorsed, but she won her primary easily. As WXXI's Evan Dawson reports, Barnhart claims party leadership is trying to rein in progressive women. There does seem to be a real push by people who have a lot of money and power to kind of maintain the status quo and to get their people in who who they can control. That's County Legislator Rachel Barnhart saying that true progressives are not wanted by the local Democratic Party establishment. Party Chair Stephen DeVay says that's simply a misunderstanding. I'm actually really proud of my record of electing progressive women and supporting their efforts. DeVay says the party's designated candidates were not decided by him or any one person, but by committees staffed by dozens or hundreds of local Democrats. I have absolutely no right to go into the 19th ward, into the 25th or the 27th, and say this is who you are running. Those committee members that are there are the people that get to make that decision, and they get to make the decision however they see best fit for their community, for their neighborhood, for their district. But Barnhart says this is disingenuous. She alleges that party leadership packs the committees and helps steer the endorsements. We have a longstanding issue of machine politics kind of controlling the committees. And You're saying of, the party sir, packs the committees? Oh, factions of the party do. Absolutely. One thing everyone agrees on, more neighbors should sign up for committees and get involved. Evan Dawson, WXXI News. Gas prices have held steady since the July 4th holiday, even falling slightly in Rochester over the past week. Gas Buddy is reporting the average price per gallon locally is around three seventy. That is three cents lower than a month ago and down a dollar fifteen compared to a year ago. Patrick DeHaan, head of petroleum analysis at Gas Buddy, says any disruptions, including a forecasted increase in major hurricanes or or unexpected outages could put those steady gas prices at risk at any point this summer. Rochester Mayor Malik Evans has once again extended the city's gun violence state of emergency, though shootings and homicides both continue to trend downward. Evans says the declaration is working and he will extend it another 30 days. We are going to redouble our efforts to make sure that folks are not gathering in places where they're not supposed to be gathering. Because that has led to um, violent incidences that we have seen. Evans says car thefts do remain a big challenge and the best prevention strategy is youth employment and youth engagement. According to data from the Rochester Police Department, 135 people were shot in the city so far this year. 17 died. That reflects a 41 percent drop in shootings and a 30 percent decline in homicides from this time last year. Along with cracking down on house parties and unsanctioned gatherings, Evans said the city will be tightening security around public parks to keep people out after the 10 p.m. closing time. That move follows a 4th of July shooting at Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial. Park. The cleanup continues after flash flooding in parts of New York State on Sunday, including Ontario County. At least five and a half inches of rain fell in a short period of time, sending floodwaters into basements and causing road damage. Governor Kathy Hochul visited a home on Chapin Street in Canandaigua on Monday. She talked to a family that had been rescued. The parents described what it was like when they, the first responders arrived at their home, literally picked up their children carried them out into the water that was almost up to their waist. And the fear that they spoke of, but the relief when they saw these individuals come there 
and be able to literally give them a lifeline and take them in out of harm's way to safety. At least one person died in the flooding in Orange County. State and local leaders are now assessing the damage and collecting information that could eventually lead to a federal emergency disaster designation that would deliver federal aid to the affected regions. People who lost family members to opioid overdoses are pleading for more services to prevent future fatalities. Many spoke during a public comment period at Monday's meeting of the New York State Opioid Settlement Fund Advisory Board. The board was established to provide recommendations on allocating opioid settlement funds. Diana lost her son to fentanyl poisoning. She said a plan to reduce overdoses and death is urgently needed. Implement the recommendations of the Opioid Settlement Fund Advisory Board, especially as they relate to investments in harm reduction services, including overdose deaths prevention centers. She called the Financial Foundation for the state's addiction services system unstable. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.